Welcome to TrekCast, the official podcast of the Real Estate Council from deep in the heart of Dallas, Texas. I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are continuing our look at the annual EarthX Expo and Conference, which unites conservationists, politicos, and the business community for the largest Earth Day celebration in the world. And it takes place right here in Dallas at the State Fair Grounds at Fair Park. My guest today is president and co-founder of the EarthX Film Festival, Michael Kane. The EarthX Film Initiative explores conservation, climate change, and other environmental issues through feature-length films and shorts, as well as emerging media platforms like virtual reality, and they partner with some of the biggest names in media to do it. The film festival runs concurrently with the EarthX Expo and hosts regular screenings and other events throughout the year all across the country. Next year's EarthX Expo, Conference, and Film Festival will take place from April 17th to 26th and commemorate the 50th anniversary of Earth Day on April 22nd, which makes half Earth Day October 22nd of this year. So it's coming up in just a couple of days. Right now, you can get free tickets to next year's expo over at earthx.org. You can also learn more about EarthX Film by logging on to earthx.org backslash film. If you like what you hear on today's episode, please subscribe to TrekCast wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to follow the Real Estate Council on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn to stay up to date with everything we're doing in DFW and beyond. Now, here's Michael Kane, president and co-founder of the EarthX Film Festival, right here on TrackCast. Michael, to start us off, can you talk a bit about what the film festival is in relation to the EarthX Expo and what its goals are? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the, the festival started three years ago, and it was a way to bring in a different crowd of people to connect with the, the messages from EarthX. At that point, it was Earth Day Texas, but what we really saw is there's a sweet spot uh, of people who are willing to learn about the environment through film, through shorts, through education, through interactive. And so the film festival's goal really, you know, is to extend the reach of what EarthX is doing with the exposition, with the conferences, uh, and just be an additional tool to be able to bring a different crowd of people in who might not go to an environmental festival. How did you guys identify that that you know, that demographic of people existed, mm -hmm. you know, why, where did the idea for the film festival come from? I pitched the idea to Trammell Crow, and, and if you go back a little bit, I started, I've started multiple film festivals, so of course that's where my head goes, and I've, I've made movies over the years, both narrative and documentary, so I've always believed that media could be a real force for change, um, you know, forever, it was mainstream, but now what I really began to realize with Race and Extinction, uh, Louis Sohoyas' film, that you know, a movie that covered the sixth mass extinction that was going on, and at the end of it, not only did you understand the problem, but you understood how to be a part of the solution. And so Trammell Crowe, who co-founded EarthX Film and who founded EarthX, um, he had put some funding into Racing Extinction in support of Louis Sahoyas, and the film premiered at Sundance, and we began to see that it also brought in creators. It brought in a certain group of environmentalists, the Norman Lears and the Lynn Lears of the world, and you know the, the people who helped run Disney, who were supporting these movies, and they are people that we want to come to EarthX. 
And so we saw this place where audiences were attracted to that kind of content, environmentalists were attracted to it, you know, people who make policy could learn from it. So uh, I, you know, I pitched the idea to Trammell right after Race and Extinction, and it, it just caught. Trammell, you know, is a visionary, so he just said, let's do this together. So we founded it, and it's been a huge hit. How do you determine which movies get shown during the film festival? Are they, uh, do they follow a theme? Are they somehow related to the exhibits shown during the expo? Great question. Both, actually. Uh, you know, it's, there's a piece where EarthX will have a, a theme for the year. Sometimes it's multiple themes. Uh, some of this also has to do with we're tracking films all throughout the year, and in fact, multiple years, because you know some movies that we really want don't get finished in time. There's something that rose, rotates for the next year. But we're reaching out. We're attending other film festivals. We're in communication with everyone from you know, National Geographic to Participant Media to Vulcan about what they've got in the pipeline. And then we do a call for entries. We probably have about 580 films that were submitted last year. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, now you'd be surprised how many people are making these kind of films. They're getting made at a corporate level. Sure. You know, corporations are wanting to speak out about what's important to them or things that they're finding. Nonprofits are using it as a tool. But, you know, there's a, if you think about the Nat Geo Explorers, they're out there all the time covering the world. Yeah. So there's so much content for us to, to pick only the best. How many films are ultimately shown during the festival? Well, this last year we showed 63 features and shorts that made, that made up about 20 features and 43 short films. That doesn't include the 27 short films that we showed from our youth film competition. We had 99 entries just alone, not even part of the 560 from ages 12 to 21 that were based on a question that we asked, a theme that we asked. The, like the, two years ago, it was, you know, tell us about single-use plastic straws. And so it was the youth getting in there talking about what was important to them. Um, interactive, Tiffany Kieran is the one who helps uh, curate this. I, and I should mention David Holbrook helps curate the films. He was head of Telluride Mountain Film for the last decade. And so Tiffany, she's meeting with Oculus, she's meeting with Weaver, she's meeting with all the Samsung, all these top content companies about, about what virtual reality can bring to the mix. From my understanding, there are other components. You mentioned the, the youth competition, you mentioned mm -hmm. some of the, the virtual reality stuff you guys are doing. Um, what what other components are there of, of the film festival? You told me about, mm -hmm. um, you know, local screenings throughout the year. Mm -hmm. um, what, what else, you know, what, what else is this festival than, than just showing films? I know it's interesting. It started out to just be a film festival, but very quickly we saw the fact that we needed to be year round. We do uh, what we call movie Mondays. And it's usually every fourth Monday of the month where we'll screen one of our award winners. Um, there's an impact program, and these are a couple of awards that we give out at the film festival, but we support the movies, and we support getting them where they need to go. So screen in Dallas, Texas isn't always the best place. Let's say if we've got a film set in Flint, Michigan, uh, like uh, Bigger Than Water, okay, that needs to show somewhere where it's going to help change policy right. or where it's going to get in front of the movers and shakers. 
Um, school screenings that we do throughout the year where generally we bring a short film uh, and sometimes it's linked to the educational curriculum that we've created, 28 edu educational curriculum pieces that Big Thought created that now has national certification. You know, it's screenings that we do in other places like Los Angeles or New York. Uh, it can be, we helped program uh, Guanajuato International Film Festival in Mexico recently, their virtual reality piece. So, you know, we worked at the Meyerson not too long ago and with the Nat Geo program that they were doing and we set up headsets in the lobby. We had a 40 minute line waiting to put on and, you know, be next to a whale oh, that was wow. swimming up next <laughs> to you. So we're, we're open. We're very opportunistic. We work with, you know, Keith Nix helps us set up uh, programs with corporations and working with different groups who'd like to have us come in at lunch, have us screen something and have a speaker come in. So we're always open to where the opportunity is. Can you, can you tell us more about how you guys have implemented uh, virtual reality into mm -hmm. the, the experience of the film festival? What can, what can, uh, you know, festival goers expect? Sure. And actually I'm, I'm opening my program guide. I'm going to cheat to some degree, but, um, <laughs> We had 8,000 square feet of space, interactive, immersive experiences last year. We had 49 um, AR, VR, MR, that all goes under the label of XR, but uh, we had those within areas. So you had children, for instance, a giant screen in front of them and were gamifying, picking up pieces of plastic under the ocean and, and those turn into coral reef pieces so that you're painting coral reef. So we're teaching them early on that they could be a part of the solution. It is pieces like, you know, Elephant Keeper or Tree Hugger or Guardians of the Kingdom where you're, one of them, Tree Hugger, for instance, is it's someone who's climbing the, the giant sequoia tree. So you're up there. Or the film that won the Academy Award last year, Free Solo, so we had the free solo experience. So you're actually climbing up there thousands of feet on the side of a cliff. Oh, wow. And you're getting a 360 experience of what that's like. You know, Blue, uh, which was a film, I said, a whale swims up next to you and, and opens its eye and looks at you. And that connection with nature, it's really different. It complements the film's Ghost Fleet, which is a, a movie about slavery on the oceans. Um, you know, that was a film that we showed uh, and we had the virtual reality experience also, as well as the speakers. So, you know, the virtual reality, people get lost in there. I mean, particularly kids. We had 5,800 youth pass through our event on the, the Friday event of the year this last year. And touring throughout, we had 16 screens going. But the virtual reality, it was like prying them out of there because they wanted to, to put that on and be transported to another part of the world only the way that... Really, XR can get you there. Are there any events coming up soon? Yeah, thank you for asking. The Half Earth Day is coming up October 22nd. That for us is growing to be almost as important as Earth Day. You know, Earth Day 2020 is the 50th anniversary celebration of Earth Day. So uh, obviously a landmark unifying time for us and the corporations and nonprofits and educational institutions and government entities and the public. So Half Earth Day, we've instilled, is going to be a launch date for us. We're going to be at the Frontiers of Flight Museum. We're going to have speakers all day. 
We're going to show a film that night, and I would love to tell you the name of the film, but I, I can't yet because they haven't given me permission to release it. But Ooh. it'll be coming out <laughs> shortly at earthxfilm.org. Um, so <laughs> if you want to learn more about it, but you know, we, for instance, Watson is a film that we have shown and that we're going to be showing again. That's about Paul Watson, uh, made by Leslie Chilcott. Um, but we're, we're using October 22nd to say it's six months away from the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. Here's what we're going to be doing. Here's the movies, a few of them that we're going to announce that we're going to be showing, uh, the virtual reality experiences. Um, you know, we're in talks with people about a partnership to perhaps launch an immersive space here in Dallas that would exist 365 days a year that would allow us to have a presence so that people are going to see the best in virtual reality and all in the environmental space, similar like dreamscapes, what's that's going on at North Park right now, but all of this teaching all ages about the planet and transporting people to others. So October 22nd is gonna be a really big one for us. We're, we're locking the movies, there's a shorts block that we're doing um, that actually we'll have just completed by the time you hear this. This is with the Dallas International Film Festival and their new North Texas Film Festival. So a block of films. We have educational screenings that we're going to be doing in October at schools. So uh, every month there'll be something uh, particularly. And then Thanksgiving, uh, we'll, we'll have a, another film. Once again, I can't announce it, but uh, we will shortly. And then Thanksgiving, taking a break from Christmas because come January, we're on a full sprint toward April. Great. And and screening information, you would say, can be found earthxfilm.org, you said? Yeah, actually, they, they've just redirected our website. So it's earthx.org backslash film. So www.earthx.org. And then look for the film. And it's a great place, too, because you can learn about the conferences. You can learn about the expo. It's all in one place. And plus, we're big into Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So people can follow us at all of those sites. EarthX Film, one word. Great. Michael, thanks so much for your time today. Is there anything that we didn't uh, touch upon about the festival? Anything you'd like to add? Yeah, well, one of the big pieces of this is... is People can participate. People can get involved. We're not that far out. So if someone hears this and they have an idea, if they're a, they're a company and they say, look, we, we do this, we'd like to be a part of what you're doing, or we've got a film, we, you know, we're open to seeing it. We're open to figuring out. And if they're also a group that would like for us to come out and show something or speak, I know Keith Nix is happy to get Trammel Crow to, to go to different venues and different corporations and groups around town. We're just always looking for a way to engage. We have a community partners program where nonprofits and corporations for free uh, can basically co-sponsor some of these screenings. We take care of the cost, we take care of producing it, but what we'd like to do is have them drive attendance, drive people to get there because come next April, we'd like to have this engaged army, this movement of people who understand exactly how to participate in what we're doing. That's all the time we have for today's episode of TrekCast. I'd like to thank my guest, EarthX Film Festival president and co-founder Michael Kane, for taking the time to join me. Subscribe to TrekCast wherever you get your podcasts and follow the Real Estate Council on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Until next time, I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks for listening. 
That's all the time we have for today's episode. I'd like to thank my guest, EarthX Film Festival president and co-founder, Michael Kane, for joining me. Subscribe to TrekCast wherever you get your podcasts and follow the Real Estate Council on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Until next time, I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks for listening.